Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, once again, we come to the house of God with rejoicing. Well, today is uh, the last day of Psalms. I'm going to do this week is Psalm 57. I've done 54, 55, and 56. I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed again reading about David's plight and about how David had to call upon God constantly and recognize that the enemies were always after him. And, you know, it was easy to apply to our life because we have the same situation. Now, I hope things are going well in your life. And, folks, if you ever need prayer, literally, if you don't have anybody to pray with you, please, please call. Please call my office at Cloverdale. And, and I'm there uh, Monday through Thursday uh, and then sometimes on Saturday. And But I just, if you would uh, feel, I'd love to pray with you on the phone or if you'd want to stop by. I love praying with people, and we just need prayer. But I hope you have people within your church that you can pray with you, your pastor, your leaders. But I want you to know that I am certainly always available for prayer because prayer is the key. It is what is going to see us through. Our Heavenly Father, again today I come to you thanking you for the glory of God, thanking you for walking with us, for opening up doors for us, for the Word of God which speaks to us. Lord, may it penetrate our heart, soul, and mind. And Lord, if there's anything that we need forgiven for in the name of Jesus, forgive us. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil, O Lord, for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Chapter 57 of Psalms. David again. Have mercy on me, O God. Have mercy on me. For you, in you, my soul takes refuge. I will take refuge in the shadow of your wings until the disaster has passed. David again is pleading with God like he does in many of these Psalms. Lord, take refuge on me. Lord, watch over me. Lord, I need to rest in your wings. I need to be able to handle this until it's complete. So many times in our lives we get hit with situations that we want to make it through. We want to fight our way through it, but we we struggle and we need to be praying, Lord, hold me until this is completed. Hold me until this temptation or this struggle is finished. God, lead me. And I think more than anything else, what God wants and David had down is he wants us to pursue him. Pursue God with everything you have. Some people out there looking for jobs and wanting to be in the, a certain field. What do they do? They pursue it with everything they have. They go after it. You know, I uh, in our church, we have a kid that plays for Boise State football. And he was one of the greatest athletes I have ever seen in Boise. His name is Austin Bolt. And I'll, I'm going to have him on the radio uh, sometime, and, uh, and I think another one of his players. But I've never seen anybody pursue something so deeply as he did basketball and football. I mean, the guy had a motor that is crazy. And he was so faithful in church over the many years in youth group and brought so many kids to youth group. But, you know, he I've never seen anybody that just is so amazing. He's actually the fastest guy in Boise State team. He is so incredible. But he, he just, that's why he was a Gatorade player of the year and in uh, football and basketball. First time that has happened. The same best player in the state. And you know what? But he, because of his motor, he pursued uh, those things that made him to be a great athlete. 
Then David goes on, cry out to God most high, who fulfills his purpose for me. He sends from heaven and saves me, rebuking those hotly who pursue me. God sends his love and his faithfulness. So not only does God watch over David, not only does God shield him from the enemies, God sends his love and his faithfulness. God sends his love to bring comfort and peace to his life. See, that's what God does. He brings peace in the midst of the storm. I know there's a song that's something about having peace in the midst of the storm clouds. You know, and people, we're not immune. We all have storms. We all have situations that we need the peace of God to overwhelm us. David's plight in these last four chapters that I've read this week is very much the same. It's again fleeing and trusting and asking God. He says it in some different ways in all these chapters, but it's it's virtually the same. He sends from heaven and saves me, rebuking those who hotly pursue me. And now I don't know how he was rebuking those. He said, and he's because he said God sends his love and his faithfulness. I wonder how. He rebuked those. I wonder what God was doing to those people that were pursuing him. We don't know that, but we know that David says God has taken care of them because they didn't get to him. Obviously, they watched over him. Look, you got you got 100, I don't know how many people it was, but you have 100 people chasing after you, and you're one person. How do you avoid that? Do you know nowadays about every single crime you can't get away with? They will eventually find out your crime. They'll eventually find out. And, and uh, these people... You know, they, they couldn't reach David because David was protected by Almighty God. He says, I am in the midst of lions. I lie among ravenous beasts, men whose teeth are spears and arrows, whose tongues are sharp swords. And then I like what he says in uh, verse 5 is something that we ought to uh, say. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. Is that a great prayer? Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be all over the earth. Lord, be exalted over all these listeners today. Let the glory of God shine in them while they're on this earth. Lord, open up doors for them to see the power of God and to recognize you will never leave them, you will never forsake them, that you will be with them always until the very end of the age. There's nothing too great for you to handle. Lord, those that are dealing with situations, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you would be with them and they would exalt you, O God. They would praise your name and count on you to lead them. Take care of their every need, O God. Listen to their cry. And Lord, may we cry out to you. May we be real with you. May we not play games with you. And Lord, there's some out there that are playing games with their Christianity. They're playing games with their love for you. They do not put you first. They put their families first. They put sports first. They put their jobs first. In the name of Jesus, get a hold of their heart at this moment that they start honoring you first and foremost. Thank you, Lord, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Verse 7. My heart is steadfast, O God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and make music. And David was known for his singing. David was known for his instruments. David was known for his dancing. David was known for just praising God, lifting up his name to God. David was the ultimate charismatic, I guess you might say. But he was, it wasn't for show. It was for the power because he was worshiping and praising God. 
You know, that's one thing we've got to be careful of, even in churches. Are we about the entertainment business? Are we about a spiritual walk with God? Are we about serving God? We should never be looking at people. We should never be saying, oh, man, I can't wait to hear them sing again. This is the, they're the greatest ever. It should be about God. It should be about God. I think we've strayed a long ways in this world because we have to have entertainment value to garner people to come to our church. What about just coming to hear the Word of God? What about just coming to be in the presence of Almighty God? If you read this book that I've been reading, The Letter to the Churches by by Jackie Chan, I mean, not Jackie Chan, Francis Chan, you know, and it's a great book to the churches, and he talks about this. He talks, and that's what got him frustrated. He was in a mega church, and then he started these churches in the homes, but one of the things that frustrated him is about how we had to have the entertainment to be able to get people there. How do we get our youth to church? Is it about entertainment? Do we speak to them? Do we preach to them? Do we teach them? Or is it we have entertainment? What is it? And something we need to think about. I think churches need to think about. It. Our church needs to think about. It. And Pastor Alan and I will talk about it. And and uh, we, and we just we want to be everything God wants us to be, not an entertainment society, but a society that worships the King of Kings in whatever way that is. Then he says this: "Awake, my soul." This is verse eight of chapter fifty-seven. "Awake, my soul. Awake, awake, harp and lyre. I will awaken the dawn." Then he says this, I will praise you, O Lord, among the nations. I will sing of you among the peoples. I will sing of you. I will praise your name. Man, my dad used to say, and I talked about my dad a lot this week. It just comes to my mind. But he was singing all the time. He drove a school bus for years and years and years, and he sang all the time. He was always singing and whistling on the bus. Christian songs and this, that's just who dad was. He would sing. And whistle. It was just, if he wasn't just doing something, it was, it, it just like the presence of God was just always with him on the top of his lips. And folks, that's what I want it to be in my life. That God is on the top of my lips. I love singing. And you hear, you hear me sing now and again. I'll sing a little and mess them all up real bad. But I love singing. I love singing praise to God. I love singing the old hymns. I love singing some of the new choruses that have such incredible meaning. I love that, but I want to sing to God. I don't want to sing to try to impress people. I'll never do that. I want to sing to, to honor God and to lift up the name of Jesus. He says, for great is your love reaching to the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Then the last verse of chapter 57 says this, be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be all over the earth. Be exalted, Above the heavens, let your glory be all over the earth. Let the glory of God shine in your life, people. People of God, I've enjoyed this week in Psalms. I have got a lot out of it. I feel spiritually blessed myself just being able to be in Psalms and seeing the power of God. God wants to work in your life, in my life, and in our church's lives. Wherever you go to church, be involved. Be right involved. Say, I want to do something that will help change and get people to the house of God. You know, we don't need to judge our churches. We need to be there in support and be there praying for the lost. And God wants to use you. I'm so grateful for the power of God. Lord, I love you. Thank you for this day. Thank you for these incredible listeners. Oh, God, bless them. Bless them in a powerful and mighty way today. In Jesus' name I pray. 
Amen. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.